started here, folks. This is Diego Ochoa. I'm superintendent of the San Mateo Foster City School District, and I'm here with the One SMFC podcast. This is a podcast where I sit down with employees of the district, with students, with volunteers, with community members, and we talk about our district, what's going on in our district, what's important to us, what stories are out there for us to discuss, and I am super excited to be here with two of our elected Board of Trustee members, Trustee Noelia Corzo, you say hello. Hello. Nice to see you, Noelia. Likewise. And I'm here with School Board President, Ken Chin. Ken, how you doing? Uh, I'm good, I'm, I'm good. It's a, it's a little unusual doing something like this, yeah. so uh, I'm curious to see how this goes. And you have the superintendent who just loves to do these podcasts and have people just put the, the headsets on and get seated right away and then we're joined by our chief business official, Patrick Gaffney. Patrick, how are you? I'm doing really great. Good to be here. Good. Good to see you. This is a podcast that's focusing today all about something that I think is a real, it's a real treasure to the families in our district, and it's a real change to what we've done in the past, and that is small class sizes, the how and the why. And we're going to take you straight to the data. We have 21 schools in the district, and I won't read you down a list of all the schools in the district. I want to give you a bit of a flavor of what those class sizes look like this year. So an example, Bayside K through fifth grade classes. You're talking about 251 kids and 12 teachers. So that is an average of less than 21 kids per class. That's really great. That's, you know, throughout the state of California, it's common to have 24 to one. And so to have a school in our community that's at 21 kids per class that's a really huge benefit for these kids and for the families in our district then you go across town and you take a look at a school like Beresford and Beresford is 12 teachers as well and 250 kids so that's again less than 21 students per class at a school like Beresford and that you know that's a huge it's a huge feather in our cup and something we're really proud of and don't forget about my foster city schools because those schools are out there as well we've got Brewer Island with 18 teachers and 384 kids. And so that's just a little bit above 21 kids, but again, really small class size. And then I'll just end with, we've got George Hall with 19 teachers and 370 kids, and they're just under 20 kids per class. So what you're really looking at district-wide is a system of small classes that have been created for this school year. And so we've got a line right down the center of this conference table here in this recording studio. And Patrick is here with me to talk about the how. Um, Because for years and years in education, and Patrick, I won't give away your age, but you and I have been doing this more than just a couple of years. Is that exactly? exactly. Would that be an accurate statement? A few decades, exactly. Yeah, a few decades. Right. And, you know, we've been here in the trenches when we've got classrooms with 40 kids. In some cases, 45 kids. And that's just not happening anymore in the San Mateo Foster City School District. So explain to these parents, how did we get here? You know, just talk us through the process of how we made these class sizes so small. Well, we have, um, we've been extremely fortunate that the community has uh, funded a parcel tax for our community. And parcel taxes, as you know, requires a a two-thirds majority vote. So a tremendous asset for the community and we've utilized some of the funds we receive from our community to and not every community steps up like that right exactly right right it's a tremendous amount of effort um, the whole community getting behind it 
um, a lot of lead time. We had uh, tremendous support in our community for this measure as well too, so we're utilizing some of those funds um, towards affecting our class size. And uh, we've also been the recipient of uh, funding from a, from a really macro perspective, uh, there's been funding that school districts received to address the impact that the pandemic has had uh, on our communities. And so we're utilizing some of those funds as well we received to address class size. And really our intent behind this was to um, bring those class sizes down to give our tremendously talented teachers and staff, uh, administrators, time to give our young people a little bit more attention this year, right? Yeah. As a result of the pandemic, where we have the great fortune of being able to uh, give teachers some more time to focus on the needs of our young people, yeah. and and that um, smaller ratio gives students uh, a little more access to their to right. Their and that's students. where that's where your department comes in because on an annual basis, you're sitting down with these very complicated spreadsheets to look at how many kids are in each grade at each school, how many classrooms do we have in each campus to figure out, okay, I've got 31 classrooms at this school. That means I can have this many kids. And and then we start to do the calculus of what the cost is. And ultimately what it boils down to is the science of it is we're meeting our financial obligations, Absolutely. but we're doing so in a way that is resulting in smaller class sizes. That's exactly right. right. Because you're not the touchy-feely guy. <laughs> Your job is to make sure that board president and trustee and superintendent our books are good. Yeah, short term and long term. Short term uh, and long term. Yeah. And then I turn over to the other side of the conference table with our two uh, school board members and uh, Trustee uh, Chin. You've got kids in the district, and you know you've been you've been watching them throughout this process. What does it mean as a as a board president to be able to say, you know, this year we've prioritized small class sizes? Why is that important? Well, it's something that, you know, I think the community has been wanting for a long time. I, I think there's sort of an ebb and flow. And as Patrick was talking about how, you know, we're very thankful for the um, the community and the voters who uh, passed the parcel tax to make it um, financially possible to make it happen. Uh, we've had, you know, teachers in the community, they've, they've all wanted, all the parents have wanted smaller class sizes. Uh, as a parent, before I got on the school board, I used to volunteer in my children's classrooms pretty much like every week. You know, I have two kids in the system. You know, when they were in kindergarten, it started, I was a room parent, and, and I was in the classroom like once a week, you know, helping out, doing small group exercises. And you could tell when, um, when there was someone who needed some additional attention or a teacher was, you know, had her lessons planned but, you know, got off on the wrong foot. You know, you can tell that, you know, when the classroom is, is a larger classroom with lots of kids, it, it sometimes doesn't go the way um, that they want it to. There's a big difference between 36 in a class and 25 in a class. A absolutely, absolutely. And to be able to, to have much smaller class size, I, I think, is, is wonderful. I mean, the opportunities, the more in-depth learning, yeah. that the attention that each of the, uh, that the teachers can um, can pay attention to each of their students. You and know? just so the just so our audience at, at home knows, we're all in here nodding our head yeah. way up and down as President Chin is talking about it. And and there's an obvious impact on kids and teachers. Um, trustee Corzo, talk a little bit about what it means as a trustee to say, when we come out of a pandemic, we're putting our money in the classroom. 
we're putting our money to something that's going to impact every child in this district. Just talk about that side of it. I mean, I think there's so much support that is even more visible now more than ever when you think about the needs of kids coming out of a pandemic. Um, I would definitely say like increased um, emotional needs, um, kind of relearning, right? How, like being in a group again, like some kids are going to be a little bit nervous. Yeah, some kids have been at home mm-hmm. for 17 months. Yeah, right. yeah, it's uh, it's it was rough on the kids especially. I think um, there's also increased academic needs, right? Like we need to to really make sure our kids have the the academic support that they need um, to to learn and to thrive and to kind of um, make up for some of that learning loss that you know was just essentially unavo- unavoidable during the pandemic. And that's what smaller class sizes. It's a path to be able to give children a smoother re-entry, like you talked about, for the social-emotional needs. And then once they're in and they're, they feel safe and they feel protected and they feel a part of their classroom, then the numbers are put together in a way where some of that learning loss can really be addressed in our, in our classrooms. And I think that's, that's an important message to give these parents. Um, I think our school board has, in conjunction with our administration, figured out how to prioritize this aspect of, of um, the district's organization and the district's plan for 21-22. And uh, President Chin, I want to give you a chance, and I'll give Trustee Corzo a chance to give the listeners and all of our parents just a closing message about the 21-22 school year and where we're headed and, and what what morsel do you want to leave them with as we as we clock out of this um, this podcast? <laughs> Last year, in you know the, the 2021 school year, you know I've, I've said this many times um, at the board meetings, but it was sort of like a year from hell in some ways. Uh, maybe not just for us and everyone in the education community, but I mean it was for it was rough for a lot of our community members, parents, uh, single parents. Um, you know, people had struggling with, you know, housing insecurity, financial instability, um, food insecurity. There was a lot of things that happened. And we're still sort of dealing with the after effects. You know, we've got the Delta surge right now, and we, but we know so much more than we did before. Uh, in the end, when we look at what we want to do for this year in, in this new academic year, it's, it's really sort of, um, and I've said this before to our administrators, is, is the ideas of the mindset. You know, in, in some ways we were, we've always looked at, you know, what we can't do, right? But now that we've passed sort of the pandemic, at least the major part, and as we get vaccines and, you know, you look at our county, it, right now it's sort of like 92% has been vaccinated. You know, in some ways there's a lot of optimism. I'd say Delta is, is putting a little bit of damper on that. But the, but the idea is to think about, you know, let's not think about before where it's always sort of no and no, we can't do this or no, we can't do that. But to really think about how we, how we change our mindset to be like, well, let's not say no, you know, right away. Let's think about things. Can we, can we look at it a little bit more? Can we, can we have more of a growth mindset? And as we come out of this pandemic, the idea is like, you know, what are the opportunities that we can and can't do now? Um, as an example, the smaller class sizes is a great thing. It's sort of a silver lining yeah. uh, that's coming out of this, and and there's a lot of them, um, and and maybe we need that. It was a, it was a tough year, so. 
I like that. I like that, Ken. It's a your your message is one of just this is a year of hope. This is a yeah. year where you know, you know, anytime you go through something really tough with people, you just sort of say, "Man, we did it together." So this is a year where we're turning the page and saying, "Let's let's focus on what can be done." And then, so I turn to you, Trustee Corzo. What's your what's your message to these listeners and to all of our families as we go into the twenty one twenty two school year? Yeah, um, you know, thinking about the future and and um, this this school year that we're beginning, um, I kind of just like I'm I'm really reflecting a little bit on the past first because I think there's important history there. So I think about um, you know being newly elected and uh, uh, you know the end of 2017 and. Um, I came on as a board member and we that same year had to in 2018 had to you know run um, measure V and you know there was a lot at stake we were we would have actually gone backwards if we weren't able to pass that but um, we were able to pass it and I think about what we need now right like that was kind of the foundation so that was a support that you know um, was a step in the right direction um, but I think about the needs of our community and of our kids and, um, you know, there's so many needs and I feel really inspired Like we can continue to build on that. Mm-hmm. I think when we think about not just um, the supports that, that kids need in the classroom, but like, you know, we have a lot, there, like, I think it's about vision, right? Like, what's this vision that we want? And like Ken said, how do we... Um, how do we have the courage to talk about that vision and to see it? Because if you can't even see it, then you'll never get there. But if you can, if you can see that vision and then say, all right, let's just, you know, backwards map, how are we going to get there? Let's do this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, that's an important message for, for actually our employees too. And all of our stakeholders is, you know, put together Ken's message about having hope about this year and optimism about this year with no idea's message about, being inspired and having a vision and I think we might actually have a really great 21-22 school year so ladies and gentlemen that's all I have the time I have uh, today for this podcast thank you for tuning in and I am going to take you out the way that I brought you in